Like what the what do you call that? I don't know radio lingo. The, the cold, the cold open. open. Sam snorting. Yeah, it'll just be us laughing for no reason. <laughs> Cause that's what we do. Welcome back to the watch list with Patty and Sam because Bill has gotten a robo knee and can't climb stairs. Can listen to us wherever you get your podcasts uh click that subscribe button or whatever it is and give us a five-star review on apple podcasts and you can find us at thewatchlistpod.com we're on all the social media things i'm pirate alice on all the things bill is bill ivory larson on the things and sam what are you on things now uh well on instagram i am I think I'm Sam, the geriatric millennial, and that's all I got. I don't know. I don't do other things, really. All right. So she's on the Instas. And that's that. So how you doing, Sam? So how you doing, Sam? I'm doing good. Uh, You know, living the dream, eating some Cheetos. Hey, Cheetos. Yay, Cheetos. Cheetos are tasty goodness. They are. That they are. What are you going to talk about? How many things? What am I going to talk about? Well, uh, I thought I could talk about the Mario movie. Not that I need to, necessarily, <laughs> because everyone's talked about it. And True. if you haven't heard the Peaches song, like, you're missing out. But Right. Uh, so, Mario. What else? Um, oh. Oh. I think the real bling ring. Oh. Gosh, how many years ago was that now? Like... Forever. 2009. <laughs> yeah. I think um, there was an Emma Watson movie on the real. Yeah, thing. on this thing that was true, but it was like a made up thing. Yes. It's called The Real Bling Ring. And okay. Hollywood Heist. Um, it's a limited series documentary. I think it's just three episodes. Yeah, three episodes, about 45 minutes each. Where's that at? That's on the Netflix. Did you like it? Is it good? It's interesting because I remember the story coming out. Mm-hmm. Because at that point, Perez Hilton, his website, was very big. And uh-huh. when I had nothing to do, I would peruse that website. So what's most interesting about it is these teenagers who were stealing from celebrities were using Perez Hilton to figure out when they would be home. Oh. Right? Okay. So there's that. And Perez Hilton even broke the story when, like, some one of the celebrities, Orlando Bloom, was robbed and he reported it. So then, yeah. So anyways. Wow. Okay. I don't know. It was short. It was interesting. It debunked the movie. I liked it. I thought it was... How did it debunk the movie? Well, so the movie portrays what is the girl's name so emma watson plays alexis nyers and it made it sound like she was like the mastermind behind it but she wasn't it was some kid named nick prugo i want to say is his last name Hmm. and then a girl named rachel lee (gasps) could she be related no 
We ever. aren't related to those terrible people ever. That's right. So anyways, <laughs> um, so those two are the ones who started it. They started actually oh, okay. stealing from Paris Hilton. So the movie made it look like Alexis, who she was, tr- right as this was breaking, she did the robbery with those other two people and her mom and her and a sister and a friend who was moved in the house like a sister, they had started a reality show. Oh. Like, E had picked them up for a reality show slightly before all of this broke. Then it broke. And so then the first day they went to film this reality show with the cameras are there, then the cops show up. So like, oh, there goes so then the, the producers from E are like, ooh, we have a story now, ooh. right? So right. the only downfall of this documentary is, to me, being a geriatric millennial, mm-hmm. <laughs> it shows how terrible millennials are. Just like this kid, Nick, he is, you, just, you, you want to hate him because he's just that, irritating self-centered and all of that right so yeah that was that was an interesting interesting little documentary series what else did i watch oh yeah the mario movie Uh i'm just jumping right in but anyway you are you've jumped right in i figured just jump right in on that (laughs) bling ring um the real bling ring on the real bling ring yeah, so if you're interested in that. Mario was good. Now, my kids love Mario. Yes, they do. They love Mario, so we couldn't not watch it. Uh-huh. And we have in our little neighboring town a, like, locally owned movie theater. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's not owned by anybody, like, Regal or... It's not a chain one, yeah. It's not a chain one. And um, so they decorated the theater for Mario. The front desk looked like a pipe. Cute. All the employees were dressed as Mario characters. Nice. At the end of the movie, they had a little computer set up where you could play mini games. Oh, nice. And uh, win prizes. And they, yeah, so they went really all out for this and... As you drive past the theater, they have a Bowser flag outside. Cute. Cute. So, I mean, like, they really went over the top. So, as, like, a movie experience on top of it, that really went above yeah. and beyond. That'll get the kids to want to go to the theater for sure. Yeah. And then the other nice thing is that they showed no previews before it. Oh, Actually, nice. Let me back that up. The preview they showed before it was the preview for the Mario movie. Oh, so see, that's even better. Oh, that's nice. So there was no, like, waiting around for previews and all that. So then yeah. you just watch the movie. So that was a really good time. I know that a lot of people are dogging, like, Chris Pratt for just doing his voice. <laughs> and, like, Seth Rogen is actually the worst because he's Donkey Kong. Okay. You go to Donkey... They go to Donkey Kong land and then Seth Rogen shows up with his, like, Seth Rogen laugh as Donkey Kong. Oh, my God. No. So it just totally takes me out of it. It's like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's my biggest complaint. But, like... <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Keegan-Michael Key is uh-huh. Toad. And okay. I didn't recognize his voice at all. And then so when the credits rolled, I was shocked by that. Ah. 
Neat. And uh, there are two cutscenes at the end. There's one oh. before the credits start. Then there's one after all the credits are done. Oh, so, so you sat through all the credits then? Yes, we did. Oh, okay. Because then the Mario songs are playing during the credits, and that oh, is exciting. Oh, you have to sit through that, yes. That's right. Yes, I see. So, But yeah. it was just a really good story. Just Peach is not like the damsel in distress. You know, mm -hmm. she's the badass that has to teach Mario how to jump on pipes and <laughs> over things so nice yeah that was it was a very good movie i mean if you are looking for a brainless movie you could wait to stream it for you but like it's a whole fun thing for the kids i think oh yeah i think so yeah you know speaking of kid movies kid movies what a segue there's what? a movie on netflix called chupa you told did chupa. you you told me about this one i don't know yes, if you I did. did did i i did tell you, you about did. chupa okay you did well, Chupa stars Christian Slater. He's a scientist hunting the Chupacabra in Mexico because there's some kind of magical properties in the blood that's going to make everybody heal and revolutionize medicine. And this young boy finds a baby Chupacabra, becomes friends with it, and of course, Christian Slater's hunting for it. Yada, yada, yada. You know, it, it's... The usual bad scientist, good little kid, saving the animals, blah, blah, blah. And the mythology around the chupacabra is that it's like a vampiric uh, reptilian lizard snake thing with spines. It sucks the blood out of goats and other livestock. In the movie, chupacabra is, of course, this winged puppy kitty thing that's all fluffy, furry, and cute with the little, cute little floppy ears and the big tail and y yeah. Because it's got to be cute so the kids like it and aren't afraid of it. So, I mean, it's, it, it that's what, you know what you're going to get. The kid saving the animal, the bad scientist coming to take it away. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, the growing up story of a boy who hates the world and shit, you know. <laughs> you know, he hates the world he's learned to love everything because he's so lonely and this animal is his only friend blah 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 all right yeah yeah but the kids will like it i, mean, I don't i don't know how necessarily how scary parts might be but overall okay. chupa is a cute little thing they name him chupa which is why the movie's called chupa i don't know if they knew he was a chupacabra but they called him chupa oh. okay okay yeah. so that's a kid movie i watched nice uh, there's a series that Dwight picked up to start watching today. There's eight oh. episodes. They're an hour each. It's a British uh, horror drama. It's also on Netflix. It's called Red Rose. This is one where this teenage girl named Wren, like the bird, Wren, she unknowingly gets this app installed on her phone, and then her dead best friend seems to be harassing her through this app on her phone, trying to get her to die and... It becomes, and weird shit starts to happen, and her friends join her to get to the bottom of what's this app all about, and the app is really more insidious than they first thought it was, and it's more insidious than, like, it's, I thought it was, like, going to be some demonic thing, but that's a different movie altogether. This is pretty good. I, I kept watching it even after Dwight left. <laughs> <laughs> and was like, well, we could turn this off so, you know, I don't lose my spot. And I'm like, what episode is this? I'll flip to my account and finish it off. Yeah, it, it, I liked it. Nice. I thought it was a good movie. 
or series. It's a series, series, not a movie. I thought it was a good series. Yeah. Hmm, nice. Is there anything else you got? Well, we've been watching. So this is my problem. Mm-hmm. I could tell you we've been watching not new stuff. Like we've been going to the comfort shows, I guess. And what is your comfort show? Well, uh, for me, it's Gilmore Girls. Oh, you're rewatching all that? So I started it over from season one. Ooh. Yeah. Any new learnings from starting over from season one? That watching it now that I'm a mom, I sympathize with Lorelai a whole lot more versus watching it when it first came out. Like, I got you were Rory's Rory. point of view, right? You were Rory and I was Lorelai at the time. Right. And on my latest rewatching, I was like, man, Lorelai's a bitch to Emily. Emily is not a bad woman. Right? I'm I'm relating to Emily yeah. more than Lorelai now. I'm like, damn, Lorelai, you don't have to be so nasty to the poor lady. Right? Yeah. It's there is a little bit of that, too. Yeah. Wait, where did I leave off? It was Dean and Rory's third and third three-month anniversary. Ooh. And Dean's going to build her a car. Right. Until he says, I love you. And she's like, uh, I can't say that back. And then yeah. he breaks, breaks up with out, her. Breaks out, runs so. away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Poor Jean. Yeah. And then, like, the other weird thing for me in season one, from the start, Luke and Lorelai are, are like, they're not a thing. But, like, there's a thing happening, right? Yeah, like, you can yeah, tell. Yeah. They're like, oh, they're about each other. Well, then... Max Medina shows up. Oh, Max. Max. I love and he's Mr. like, she, she's just, she's just doesn't seem that into him as she is into Luke. Then Christopher, right. then they stop, right? Yeah. And so then she's like more, okay, Luke, Luke, Luke. But then Christopher comes back, well, for the first time. Yeah. Okay, well, they obviously have a history. They're going to be a thing. But then, Maybe. right? But then he leaves and then. So she's all about Luke again, or she's mad that she doesn't have a love, but then Luke's Rachel. I don't remember. Like, she, she there was in oh, his, season his one. Oh, his old girlfriend that we didn't girlfriend. meet. Yes. And and so then this and is And everybody my... thinks Lorelai is like that girl. Yes. Yeah. And then what's confusing to me is Rory is 16. Mm-hmm. Lorelai and Rory have lived in... Stars Hollow, at least, right, at least, we're going to go with 13 years. I'm going to give some grace there. Yeah, because she does started she... working at that inn at the while inn she was still like... pregnant, I believe. Because okay, that, so then... the owner of the inn took her in. Took her in. Yeah. So, right. And so then, how does she not know about Rachel until right? 16 years later? Exactly. So I'm just like, so I don't know if I missed something. I think we all did. And or I think the writers did, maybe. I think that's a big hole there. Yeah, because they didn't... I don't think they had thought of where did Lorelai live before she had the kid. Was she with mom and get kicked out? I don't think they thought all that through, maybe. Right. Or maybe we just don't remember enough. And people listening can correct us if we're wrong. But that's I right. feel like... Like, unless at the time when she was living in the inn, she never went into Stars Hollow. Is the Independence Inn not in Stars Hollow and maybe in a neighboring town? See, but I, I would think, think so, if you're close enough to work there and live in, you know, 
that uh, wasteland of New England, I would think that the towns are close enough together to where you might be hanging out in Stars Hollow, since that seems to be where you've lived. Right. And yeah. so I don't know. I don't know. So that was like, I I was really just really hung up on that mm-hmm. episode, and so I was like, that why? Yeah, on rewatching, you start work. catching some, you start picking up on stuff. Yeah. yeah. So so that was one comfort show. Um, the other comfort show that I really like is IT Crowd. So oh, if I'm not, yeah. if I just want like a half an hour of funny, silly. I will. We will throw that on. And where is that streaming at these days? Uh, for now, Netflix. Oh, okay. And I didn't know, and I don't know why I know this. I didn't know that they tried to make an American version of. Oh it. yes, they did. With I Joel don't... McHale. Wow. Yeah. Did Joel that McHale... ever actually premiere? No, they okay, just filmed good, the pilot. That would suck. They had. <laughs> they had Moss. Right. Yes, they're going to have the original Moss as Moss. Yeah. Because I don't think anybody else could be Moss other than Moss. Right. And then Joel McHale was um, the other guy that I can't remember his name. The other guy that works in the office. Yeah, I know know who you're talking about, but I don't know his name either. Shoot. The girl is Jen, but that's all I remember. Jen, yeah. yeah. (laughs) And then, yeah, so like... So anyways, yeah, that was something I had learned and about the IT crowd that they tried to make it for America. And I'm really glad that pilot never went through. Roy. Roy! Jeez Louise. <laughs> His name Can't is Roy. Roy, Roy um, Jen, and Moss, all working in the basement. Chris O'Dowd plays Roy. Yes, that's his name. Richard Iode plays Moss. And Catherine Parkinson is Jen. Because I know everybody cared about that. That's right. Well, I do. Um, yeah. Okay. So we, we've we been watching that, like picking up episodes when we just don't feel like anything else. Cowboy Bebop, the animated one. Oh, yes. That's really a Nick one, but I, I do like it too. And then the other one that Nick likes that I don't really care for is Breaking Bad. Okay. He loves that show and like... I get too anxious when I watch the show because even though I know what happens at the end, it's just like, oh my gosh, what if they get caught? And like, I just can't handle it. So, uh, yeah. So there's that. My comfort shows that I put on like as background noise or whatever, or just when I don't know what else to watch is Battlestar Galactica, the new one. With my girl Katie Sackoff as Starbuck and the Star Treks, because they're on like BBC America has become the Star Trek channel, at least it was for a while. Now it's Star Trek slash Bones channel during the day, and I don't like Bones, so I don't watch Bones. Wait, BBC America is playing yes. Bones? It's playing Bones during the day on some days That's of the not- week. BBC. And Star Trek Next Generation. Yeah, they don't play anything BBC on BBC America anymore. Well, that's dumb. It is kind of dumb. I'm like, where's your BBC like shit, man? Yeah. yeah. I don't like it but, either. But so. Bones has David Bonerass that you love. He, yeah, but that show and his character on that show is such a dick. I don't oh, like anybody point. on that. That's... All the people on that show are dicks. Yeah. 
good point. Yeah, so I don't yeah. I don't like that show. And it, okay. I don't know if it's the actor the it's not the actors who are dicks cuz I don't know half the actors. It's the characters that are total assholes, which is why I don't like Bones. But Star Trek Next Generation, I I have that as background noise. My BBC, my Battlestar Galactica is another comfort show for me. And then I guess comfort shows in general for me are Korean dramas. <laughs> That should Regardless been of whether I've seen them that. or not, I watched them yeah. all. Yeah. Um, I forgot one. Oh. Uh, America says. Um, oh the yes. Network. Yes. I watch that too much. I I do I that sc- as well. I scream at the TV. Yeah. Yes. And yes. I scream the yes. same word. Like hello, hello. Oh my God! Why this don't is the most obvious one. Yeah. yeah. But see, that's more just background noise, and I'm doing yeah, other things. Yeah, I'm yeah, not paying attention. Yeah. And that, yeah. and uh, the people puzzler with our Leia Remini oh, as Leia the host. Remini. Yeah. I miss that one. Did John Michael Smith? Oh, I don't know his name. The guy that hosts America Says, mm-hmm. he has a second game show. A new one, yeah. Called has it Split come out second? already? It has. Okay. But it's only on certain days and yeah, it's a fun one I, those, I, yeah. I i i like it but you know i'm not searching out for it yeah i'm not i'm not gonna hunt it down if no. it's on when i'm looking i'll watch it yep because i'm 90 now watching game show <laughs> same here we're watching game shows yep, uh, we just if i don't catch my... my wheel of fortune oh no right yeah. forget it <laughs> there's one other movie that i watched on netflix okay. this one is from thailand but it Ooh. is dubbed into English if you want to watch an English dub version. It's called Hunger. And it's about this girl. Her name is Oi. She is this humble street corner noodle shop cook. And she longs for something more, making more than just making these noodles all day. And her dad owns the restaurant and she's got all her friends and family around her. So it's not all bad. But one day, this guy comes in, orders her noodle plate, eats a couple bites, and is like, oh, yeah. And then he gives her this black card and invites her to this audition for this elite, fancy-ass chef to the rich and famous. Like, think Gordon Ramsay, but a total much bigger, bigger asshole than Gordon Ramsay. Like more in his personal life as an asshole as well as his professional life, not just Gordon Ramsay professionally being an asshole. So she does some Google investigating to find out who this guy is after the audition where she gets in. Um, he likes her cooking, but he totally insults her, saying she smells like street noodles or some shit. And it turns out this guy does these catered dinners, but he's always got some kind of a theme. And the first one he does is he wants it to be, like, raw and bloody. So this food for this fancy-ass dinner is, like, it looks like raw meat, and it's, like, got the juices and the blood running down their face. It is absolutely disgusting. One guy's even licking the plate. And she has spent the whole night, like, fell asleep on the floor in the kitchen trying to shave this meat thin enough for serving like, cut it thin enough. Because he, he kept saying, no, it's wrong. It's too thick. No, it's wrong. So she's oh. got to learn how to cut, like, slice things properly. Like, she has the whole stir fry of noodles down perfect. It's when it comes to knife skills and other kitchen 
experience. She has no experience with like chopping vegetables and you know getting them all evenly sliced and that kind of thing and and cooking sauce so it doesn't burn and all that. She doesn't have those skills. But she's good. She picks up on it quick. She just doesn't have that yet. So I think this asshole chef sees her potential and sees that she's hungry for more and to be more be a famous chef now because she's entered that elite world and they they have a a, a catered thing for these elite crypto bros and socialites they're just vapid assholes and these corrupt politicians and everything so while her her noodle shop has her family and friends she's stuck around these rich assholes so this show is obviously the rich people are dicks and they just want are there for appearances. They only want this famous chef, not because his food is that great, but because he's this famous chef. And you don't get a whole lot of food porn shots like you do with other cooking type shows. Um, So this one, it's kind of obvious pointing out the chef's a dick and rich people are assholes. And he's like extra dickish because he's got this revenge plot against the rich people. And she's like, this regular girl just wanting to be something more than the corner noodle shop cooker. It was a good show I, or a good movie. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Food porn would have been more fun than the bloody face of people eating bloody looking foods. That was kind of weird to me. Yeah, no, thank but you. Yeah, overall, it was okay. It's like the menu, but totally not like the menu. Okay. Let's put it that way. I still, <laughs> did I tell you about that? I don't know. I, know I watched it. Yeah, I the saw The menu's it. been, you like, come and gone. It's old. It's not old, but it's old. It's kind of like old news now, yeah. Yeah, but, like, I still don't know if I liked it. <laughs> like, I'm still, like, <laughs> yeah. irritated I understand. By it. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> and at the same time, like, I don't want to watch it again to figure out if I did like it. Like, I, I don't know. I just... I don't know how I feel about it still, but that's okay. My feeling is it's a movie about a lot of assholes. Because everybody's an asshole. Even the girl who gets away, she's kind of an asshole too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what kind of bothered me about it. Yeah, I mean, she's not as much of an asshole as the rest, but she's still kind of an asshole. Right. I feel like there was no one redeeming. Yeah. Exactly. In it at all? And no. I don't, it felt hopeless. Like, that sounds so stupid. No. No, <laughs> but, that, it does. It is kind of. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. there was, like, no one good out of all of it, but. Yeah. I mean, in Hunger, that's the difference is our girl is, she is uh, better than the rest of them. Like, yeah. she is, uh, what does that word you just said that I've lost already? Redeeming? Uh, Redeeming, yeah. Whatever that was, yeah. So, but that's the things I got, other than my ginormous list of Korean dramas that I don't know that anybody wants to hear about. (laughs) Right now, anyway. I did see something else that maybe... Oh, what else did you see? I don't know if it's controversial (gasps) or not, but given what my husband, Nick, does, uh, he is a pastor. Mm -hmm. So we went and saw Nefarious. I have not heard of this one. Well, probably because... It's, it's a, it's a Christian movie, basically, about demonic possession, okay? Oh. It's written by 
the people who did God's Not Dead, I think, is the movie. Hmm. I don't even, I don't know when, when that came out, and I don't know if I saw it. But, I don't um, know if I've seen that either. Well, it has Sean Patrick Flannery in it, and he was in Boondock Saints. Okay, but yes. But I couldn't tell you what his br- name was in that movie. So he's like the big star name in it, mm-hmm. and everyone else is kind no of... No idea who they are. No idea who they are. And it's a, it's a lower budget movie. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's a Christian movie, right? They yeah, don't have yeah. the Hollywood dollars. Yeah. So the advertising on it is also, like, really low. Um, but, like, so Sean Patrick Flannery is Edward. And Edward is on death row, his ex- execution. Well, let's back up. So it starts out this movie with, like, some psychiatrist sitting in his office and... You see on the wall his, like, diploma or whatever, okay. his license, with his name on it. And it keeps it keeps shifting, like, it keeps tilting, and he adjusts it, and it tilts, right? So, like, hmm. and then you see him get into the elevator, then it goes back to his office, and then you see what you assume is him falling, like, he <gasps> kills himself. So that's how it starts. So, Edward... I can't remember his last name. He needs to be seen by a psychiatrist to prove whether or not he is mentally capable to to be stand trial. Oh, no, for the death penalty. For the death penalty. I can't think of the right word. Gotcha. So then they bring in this new psychiatrist and he has to prove to this psychiatrist that he's either insane or not. Okay. And the psychiatrist sits down. And they tell, um, Edward tells mm-hmm. him, well, you're not talking to Edward, you're talking to a demon, I've ha- been here, whatever. And mm-hmm. without giving too much away, right, like, there's some things that, like, about the psychiatrist's past that, like, he taps into and kind of freaks him out. And then, you know, um, right? And it really, but it really does, and and it is it is written by Christians, so there are some Christian themes that oh, yeah. some people may not care for, but, like, the, it, it, it's sort of, build as like a horror movie it has a rated it has an r rating there are no swear words in it there's nothing graphic or horrific about it i don't know why it has an r rating probably Probably because it talks about demons because of demons but like the more interesting parts were like when they show the cell the of edward Mm -hmm. and he's got all this writing on the wall and it's Mm -hmm. in greek and like aramaic and nick is like he's speaking in tongues or he's writing in tongues he's writing yeah and nick's (laughs) like nick can read what is written on the wall so he understands that and i'm like what so but like as far as a a thriller it was really good it made you think about things it doesn't end with the like what I would say is the typical Christian movie, like, oh, and then he came to Jesus, and now he's saved. Like, there, there was none of that. Okay. You're, nobody was, nobody, like, changed their mind on things. Um, hmm. So I liked it. It was good. We, you know, 
So if you're into that kind of thing, it gets you thinking about hmm. about that kind of stuff, I guess. Um, yeah, all right. And, yeah, so we saw that. Okay. And that's only in, that's still in theaters, or at least okay. it was last I knew. So nefarious in theaters, maybe near you or not. Maybe near you. <laughs> uh, yeah, because it was a limited release. Mm-hmm. And there was one other documentary mm-hmm. series. So it's six episodes. And it's not great. I oh. watched all of it, and I'm not thrilled that I watched it. And so maybe this is a warning. So it's called A Sinister Sect, Colonia Dignidad. So it's it's one of those those shows that you have to read like you have to have subtitles okay they do have english dubbing it's in spanish okay and i think german because there are things that there are things about world war ii stuff that i don't know that are they didn't know so in world war ii after right the america like america's kind of what occupies germany is that what something like that i don't know if that's the right word Right, so the Nazis flee and go to South America, mainly in Argentina. Okay. Yes, I, I didn't did, realize. I that. did know this. Um, there's a guy that that this whole thing focuses on is Paul Schaefer, and he has a group that's kind of culty, and he moves them to Chile. Okay. And they set up like. I can't think of like a Warren Jeff, Warren. A compound, Jeff, a like commune a compound, kind of a thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. like oh, yeah. Um, and so it's post World War Two, and it goes. It starts, well, with kind of introducing you to Paul Schaefer, not the guy from David Letterman. <laughs> not David Letterman's <laughs> musician guy. Yeah, I was gonna say that, that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But it it kind of talks about what he did during the war. Then he moves this group to Chile and what they do, like how they build their town up. And then it talks about this group all the way through until like 2001 or two. Like wow. That. Yeah. And so at some point in Chile, they had the communists overthrow their government Mm -hmm. and this group was not part of the communist group but they tortured communists of course they did i mean come on and and oh that was after the communists fell and then this new other president comes in and he goes to this paul schaefer guy and he's like hey you're german you know how to torture people right and so like yeah, it's so, wow. it's so weird. Wow. I don't so think I want to watch this. <laughs> it's interesting, but like, because there's, you know, the whole cult part of like, the he's molesting boys and he's oh, keeping, man. right? He's keeping the boys separate from girls. Any parents who had children, they no longer kept their kids. The kids were all like, these, these are all of our kids. And so the kids, yeah, right? So like, there's a lot of that. But, like, there's parts that, like, I don't think it tells the whole story either. And 
and they're also telling you the history of Chile, and it, so there's it's a lot going kind on. Kind of all over the place. It is of. all over the place. Okay. But like this weird cult group from Germany somehow got enmeshed with the government at some point. So then wow. like kids would try to run away. But then they would go to the government, and then they oh, would get shipped right back. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, man. plus they were German, so they didn't know Spanish. Where? What are oh. they going to do? So on this compound, they only spoke German and not Spanish, and never taught anybody Spanish. Wow. Yeah, and the wow. Spanish people would come into the compound. They set up like hospitals and like hmm. clothing drives and like food stuff. So they were like trying to help the people in the community. But then also just being terrible to the people who lived in their compound. It like wow. it, super weird, super weird. And what's better than a murder show is cult shows. <laughs> yeah, but right? like at some point, I'm like, this is maybe too much for me. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I've seen a few of those that were way, way more than I got into. But then right? it's like watching a train wreck and you can't stop even though you don't want to be looking at this right yeah and yeah so this is all stuff i didn't want to know existed and i'm sad that i know it but i can't stop watching it right and you think like what would i do in that situation well you're not running away because you can't speak the li- like it's it's yeah a whole i'm thing. not running away because i can't run you can't run yeah so i can't run well there is that like i'm not running i'm i will walk maybe briskly maybe yeah watch if you want but like you're gonna have to read because they don't dub all of the stuff and then yeah yeah yeah, so you gotta pay attention if you care and then at some point yeah Hmm. it's just a lot going on so Mm. You can skip it, I, I would say, maybe. Okay. Oh, and then the comfort show I made the kids watch is Powerpuff Girls. Oh, that's a great comfort show. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've started that series over. Excellent. Henry is totally into it. It's it's a lot of fun. Oh, that's so. awesome. Fizzy water, yeah or nah? Usually, yeah. Okay. Occasionally, nah. Mm. It depends on the flavor. Oh, okay. Okay. Like there's there's a couple flavors that are like hard pass. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Ernad, do you take your theater popcorn home to eat at home if you have any left over, or do you get more on the way out? Do you know at our theater, not the one in Shano, but in Green in Green Bay, uh, mm-hmm. the Marcus Theaters, mm-hmm. they you get one refill on your popcorn. There are some theaters that give you refills on popcorn and the giant vat of soda so you could pee for the rest yeah. of the movie. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I did not know this until recently. Um, we don't usually have any left over to bring home. Would you get the refill on the way home? Um, I would now because it's movie theater popcorn mm-hmm. and my kids love it. I see. Yeah. I'm not a fan of popcorn because I don't like how the kernels get caught in my teeth. I don't like it. Nick does. That's the only thing about popcorn. Well, and it also smells 800 times better than the actual taste. Not that it tastes bad. It just smells so amazing. And then you eat it and I'm like, well, that isn't the smell, you know? And it's oddly filling. 
Like, hmm. I feel very bloated after I eat. Really? Eat it, you know? Yeah, I feel hmm. just stuffed with popcorn. Um, but but on the pro side of popcorn is the amount of salt. That oh, you can... it is definitely a vehicle for salt. Yes. Yeah. Like, that's all it's good for. Um, yeah, or not hard seltzers. Oh, it, uh, I haven't had enough of those, really. Okay. To have a good thing, to have a good, like, opinion on them. But, like, the canned cocktails, yeah. Oh, yeah, on those, yeah. for sure. I'm, I'm a gnat on the seltzers. They just, they don't bring me joy. Oh, well, that's sad. Yeah. It makes not. me not really want to try anymore. Because I see them, and I'm like, should I try them? I don't know. I know I like these over here. So I'm going right. to go for these over here. I think it's something adding to the alcohol uh. to the bubbly water. That's just like, nope. Yeah. I, I, sometimes I don't really need that. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah, and add Cheetos. Oh, yeah. Cheetos are amazing. Although the puffs. I prefer puffs to like oh. the regular Cheetos. I like the crunchy. I do okay. like the crunchy than the puffs. I don't hate the crunchy, but I prefer the puffs. Okay. And they have paws now. Yes. And those those I are like. kind of like a crunchy puff. Yes. I prefer those to the puffs. So, ah. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't really see the paws so much around here. I guess that's it. Uh, I don't ask questions because nobody replies to us anyway. So, yeah, whatever. Maybe they should ask us questions. Like, how are you two so awesome? <laughs> maybe. And... Maybe they should. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know. And how jealous they are to not be around not us be one of all the time. Us. And, like, what was Patty like as a teenager? Oh, maybe. Oh. oh. Maybe I might remember something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I remember her taking me to Bennigan's and telling them it's my birthday when it wasn't. All the time. That was a lot of fun. Every time you went there. (laughs) Ah, boy. (sighs) Well, that's it for us, I guess. Us having so much fun. Uh, Yeah, you can uh, listen to us on all the podcast things. Check out our website, thewatchlistpod.com. There will be trailers for all of the things we talked about there in the full-on list of things and yeah next week will be another guest because bill's got the robo knee and can't climb stairs why isn't he the bionic manacle well he has to recover first and then he'll be able to when he returns he'll be (laughs) up the stairs (laughs) like the bionic man yeah yeah so yeah so that's it for us. Uh, have a great week, everybody. Awesome. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.